Hey, healthy runners, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Oh my goodness, I am so excited for this fall. I'm excited for live races coming back. Hopefully you are as well. And my question to you is, are you looking to regain your running fitness back and get back in shape so you can feel good about yourself again? Or you might even have aspirations for hitting a personal best for your fall half marathon or your marathon. Or you might be looking to just actually do a race in a healthy way and actually not get injured with getting shin splints or having plantar fasciitis, or having knee pain, and be able to actually cross that finish line without limping across it. So I'm super excited to announce that our widely popular Team Healthy Runner half marathon and marathon training programs will begin to get you to crush your fall race. What will you get with this program? You're going to get your own run coach. You're going to get the community support of our whole team of run coaches, and you're going to get a run plan that is right and suited for your needs, as well as our widely popular Healthy Runner Strength Program. This Healthy Runner Strength Program has all of the principles that we've talked about in this podcast, strengthening all your specific running muscles, providing you the training. We take out all the guesswork so you don't need to just do random exercises that you've seen in different places. We provide you the structure, the accountability, the support to actually feel stronger in your runs so your runs feel easier and you get faster. And most importantly, you stay healthy along the way. So if you want to learn more about our new Team Healthy Runner training program for the fall 2021, Click the link in the show notes below to learn more. And if you're wondering if this is a good fit for you, reach out to me. Shoot me a DM in Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger or just shoot me an email, Dwayne at sparkyourtraining.com. I hope to see you joining our team and I hope to help take your running to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. All right, we are live and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to episode 80 on the Healthy Runner Podcast. This is going to be a fun episode in case you haven't noticed. For those of you who are watching uh, live within our Healthy Runner Facebook group, you will notice Coach Whitney and I are having a little fun here, and we're going to be talking about one of probably our most favorite topics to talk about as runners, and that is running gear and what you know types of running gear can really help you out um, during your runs and during your training. So welcome to the show, Coach Whitney. How are you? I am doing great. I'm actually finally cooled down from being outside all afternoon with the kids. It's air conditioning is a good thing. <laughs> awesome. All right. So first off, I am super excited to be back in the helm here. I was on a little bit of vacation. I guess I'll uh, take these off now and had a family vacation. Um, so we drove down to South Carolina um, and on the way stopped off at the Outer Banks. So it was our first time there. 
and we really uh, had a good time in the Outer Banks and was able to spend some good um, family time with my family down in South Carolina. So I'm excited. Uh, it was definitely a well-needed break, and it was nice to get a lot of beach time, a lot of running done uh, during our training, and I think I'm going to be able to add to a lot of the conversation that you're going to be talking about today on you know specific gear, because I was definitely trying out a lot of the things that you're going to be talking about um, on vacation, but, and really what coach Whitney is really going to be discussing tonight is everything that you need to know, honestly, about gear. We're going to be covering like, how do you carry your water or your fuel? So your gels. So we're going to talk hydration packs, running belts. Um, what are the different options, handhelds, um, for you to be able to stay hydrated, um, for these long runs, especially now during summer, this is something that we really need to take into account. We're going to be talking about socks, compression sleeves. We're going to be talking about our sunglasses, right? And then how do we protect ourselves from the sun, whether it's hats, visors, sunscreen, um, chapstick. Like Coach Whitney has a lot to share with you tonight, um, even talking about like chafing products. Um, we were kind of having a little chat earlier today, and there's just so much that we want to share with you guys. So this one's going to be a jam-packed episode of really what are the things that runners need or can help them. So it's hard to say like need, right? Because usually these are things that you get along the way and along in your running journey. So for those beginners out there, those novice runners, you know, I don't want you to get overwhelmed with a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight, because I know for myself personally, and Coach Whitney, you can share but I acquired these over the years, right? As I've been running and as these kind of new problems crept up, then there are solutions out there that can help you with these problems. So that's really what we want to share for you um, tonight. And I know, uh, Coach Whitney, this is not your first episode. So actually the timing of this is like apropos because the last time that you were on the show was you were filling in for me. Unfortunately, when my mom did pass away and I was down my last time, I went down to South Carolina and was cleaning out her apartment. You had uh, stepped in and you and Coach Kat uh, took over the, the podcast that week to share about like mindset tips. And uh, that was the last time you were on the show. But for those that haven't caught that episode, I know in our Healthy Runner Facebook group, you know, many of the folks in there are very familiar with who you are because you are constantly, you know, providing value within our Healthy Runner Facebook group. But for those listening on the podcast during a run right now, can you just tell them a little bit about who you are, um, where you reside, and uh, why you love uh, being a part of this Healthy Runner community so much? Of course. So like Dwayne said, I'm Coach Whitney. Um, I live in Southern Arizona. I live in Tucson, to be specific. And I absolutely love being part of this group, not just because I'm a coach, but it's such a great running community where everybody supports everybody. And that's like one of my favorite parts about being a runner is you can meet somebody you've never met before. And all of a sudden you've got that special connection and the healthy runner group. We're all about supporting each other, celebrating all the little victories, the big victories. You know, we just had a runner that had a five minute PR. Like that's a huge deal. Like, so we're going to celebrate that. It's fabulous. So it's a great group. Absolutely. Yeah. Sh so. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> shout out to Emily. Yep. 
Yeah, she did a great job. So yeah, I'm in Southern Arizona where it's really, really hot. Um, I run this morning, it was 95 degrees and 60% humidity. And it was 5.30 in the morning. So wow. it was a little toasty. I know, because we've been actually the last month like posting a lot of content, maybe like the last six weeks, I would say, as it started to warm up here on the East Coast, because all of our other Healthy Runner coaching team uh, resides here in Connecticut. And, you know, you're, you're funny because you're like, hey, I've had experience with this. I've been running in this weather for like the last three months. Um, right. So, yeah, you always have some great like hot weather running tips um, oh, yeah. that you share within our group. So that's why I'm super excited to kind of get into this today. And, you know, you and I originally connected a little over a year ago now. You and I took the same uh, run coaching course um, through the RCCA um, or RRCA. Um, course and we had met uh, during during that and then kind of connected after that and yeah I just honestly love all of the content the value that you provide within our healthy runner community um, for those again that are listening on the podcast and you're not part of the Facebook group um, Coach Whitney really dropped some great content that's exclusive within our group so I would definitely recommend you join our community um, check out some of her content. And um, she's also been really helping out behind the scenes um, for all of the graphics that you guys have been seeing within our group um, for our events, um, for our new kind of running injury uh, content that we're doing on Fridays, as well as on the Spark Your Training um, Instagram uh, page. Uh, Coach Whitney has been really producing some great content with some running tip Tuesdays. So thank you so much for that and uh, providing such great value that you always do. Yeah, of course. I love sharing all my knowledge because not everybody in my house wants to listen to my running stuff anymore. So it's a great outlet for me. So it's been fun. Yeah. So if you guys have uh, enjoyed some of that content before, um, this is the person uh, who is behind that content. So I'm really excited to kind of like formally introduce you to Coach Whitney. So besides, um, you kind of gave a little introduction to like where you're from, what is your favorite like running distance um, to train for nowadays? To train for is the marathon, but to actually race is the half marathon. So okay. I, I don't know. I just, I love those really, really long runs. It's, I have three kids for those of you who aren't familiar with me on um, Facebook. I have three kids, uh, 10 year, she'll be 10 next week around Saturday, uh, an eight-year-old little boy, and then a five-year-old little girl. Uh, so I'm pretty busy and running for me. I know this sounds horrible, but it's my quiet time. So I don't mind going out for a 20 mile run because I know that's a few hours of, you know, I get to solve the world's problems. So, and just be by myself. So I know that sounds kind of bad as a mom, but. It doesn't though. And you shouldn't feel guilty about that, right? And I know we preach about that in our uh, community so much because I think you mother runners um, are most guilty for that and just having that mom guilt. And I know we did an episode with Coach Latoya about that and how to overcome that. So even that comment yeah. you made, right? It's given you like feel a little guilty, but you shouldn't, right? Because you know that you show up best for your family, right? When you are able to actually get that quiet time and that space that you need to be able to just kind of let that, you know, mental release happen. Oh yeah. And I, I'm coming back from a hamstring in injury. And so my kids have seen me not be able to run for a few weeks and they're like, you need to go for a run. You need to go like, here are your shoes. 
So they know <laughs> if mom doesn't get a run in, she's not quite as nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I can uh, agree to that statement, even though I'm not a mom, but I am not either if I don't get my runs in as well. Um, so let's get into this episode. Let's start out um, talking about, since it is right now, um, the summertime, and for our long runs, we do need to take some fluid with us and need to stay hydrated, right? We talked about the importance of hydration in the last couple of episodes. So really today is going to be about like how do we actually implement that right like what is the gear we need to you know take with us in order to stay hydrated during these all important runs um so what are some of the 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 options out there for runners um who are looking to stay hydrated either during a long run or during a race so the easiest um way for me personally to carry my fuel or my, my water, I guess. I live in Arizona, so no matter how long my runs are, I take my trusty hydration pack. I have the Nathan, it's called Nathan Vapor How. Um, the Vapor How is made for women, but they have one made for men. I don't know the name of it, but this holds almost two liters of water. You've got it on your back. It This particular one, I've tried a lot of different hydration vests. This one is fit to you. So it comes in extra small, brew, at least extra large, um, but it's based on your measurements and you can still adjust it um, across your chest and around your ribs. It does not bounce at all. It doesn't move, the water doesn't slosh. It's the best hydration vest I have found. It's fabulous. So you can do a hydration vest. Um, right. So you before, also... you, before you go on to other options, because I know you mentioned for the females and I have the male version of the Nathan vest, and those come with these two little bottles, which are kind of convenient. Uh, they look like baby bottles. <laughs> they reminded me of, I was like, am I going to really use this on a run? Um, but they slide into the front of the chest. So this is a little different than like the bigger bladder. Is yours like the larger bladder? That's Yeah, mine's the got the big, I don't know if you can, in here it's got, oh, it's not going to show me. It's got the big bladder in here, but I have the pock, the giant pockets. Oh, it's not going to yep. work in the front that I do put the soft flasks in. And that's what I'll put like um, my you can in or my tailwind or whatever I'm using. I'll put my soft flasks in the front because I don't like to put mixes in my black in the hydration bladder. OK. All right. Nice. And yeah, I think I think you have the same vest that Coach Kat does. And I know she's a big fan of that vest as well. Um, I have it in two and... colors. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is, you're, you're a real gearhead. That's why this is like perfect topic for you, right? <laughs> I am. My husband says this is the most expensive cheap sport because all I do is buy gear. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Because in general, like running is pretty inexpensive as far as like what you need for equipment to go out there. Like as long as you have really sneakers, um, that's like technically all you need at minimum, right? To start. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, these are the two bottles that go in the front um, for the male version. And yeah, I've, I've used that on all my long runs. I use that on my virtual halves that I've done um, for the past year and a half. Um, and that's been like super beneficial. Um, but these, you know, the, the drawbacks to these or the cons, I would say, is that they are expensive. Um, so they, you know, do take a little investment. And again, this was something I literally just got last year and I've been running for 10 years. 
So it's always been something like, yeah, yeah, maybe I need, you know, I'll get that in the future. But especially when races went virtual and I was like, I got to do a half marathon, obviously need to hydrate. There's no water on a course, right? So I needed to make that investment. So, you know, that is the big con. So for those that really aren't able to spend, you know, that investment in getting that, what are the other options that we have? Um, I will say that like, for me, buying stuff like this, my birthday's right around Christmas or Thanksgiving, um, end of November. So instead of asking for Christmas presents and stuff from my husband and whatever, he buys me gear. So it's, you know, it's a trade-off, but it works. Yep. So, same. <laughs> you, right. So you can do, if you're not, if you don't, some people don't even like the vest, but you can do a belt and Nathan makes, so it's not going to show it. Nathan makes a belt. There you go. Um, this one is a very inexpensive. I think this one was like 20 bucks, but it has the pockets in it that you can also put slide the soft flask into. Um, you can put your phone in your keys, you can put a credit card, whatever. Um, and that just rides right around your hips. Um, for me, I'm not a huge fan of this one in particular, just because, um, because of my body shape, it tends to slide up and then I'm wearing it up around my chest and I'm like adjusting the whole time. But Nathan, I have another one that Nathan makes and it has like the grippy stuff. Like it's almost like the hot glue sticky. I don't know what they call it. The grippy stuff, um, inside. So it keeps it in place a little bit better, but that one, again, that one's a little more expensive. I think I want to say that one was like 70 bucks. And that one was actually given to me by a friend who decided she didn't like it. So. Okay. Yeah. That that's definitely a little bit more expensive than like the one that I, that I purchased when we did, my wife and I did the Disney half at that expo was like crazy. It was like gear central, you know, you, you can just choose anything. Uh, But we've came across some pretty neat um, belts that were not only a belt, but they had little pockets. They had the little holders for your gels. Um, they had a zipper in the front. You could put your phone, like you said, credit card, that kind of thing. Um, and they were probably like 30, 40 bucks, I want to say. I think it was yeah. like Fit Athletic was the brand or the company. I haven't okay. seen that brand too much up here north. Um, but, you know, they were at the, you know, the Run Disney event and they, they worked out pretty good. My wife uses hers and, you know, I've used mine um, if I'm not using basically um, the hydration vest. So those have yeah. worked out pretty well. Another brand that's very similar to this is, I think it's called Flip Belt, F-L-I-P, Flip. Um, so it's got the double pocket. So it goes in one side and then the flip comes over the other side. So things don't slide around or fall out. Um, but I know Flip is another very popular brand that people like. And those actually, you can get the bottles from them that fit right into your the pockets of it they are the hard bottles so they're a little uncomfortable but that's an option too okay and then if you don't like either of those you can always go with the handheld so this apparently i really like nathan because this is a nathan also um and this one is awesome because you slip your hand in here but it also has the thumb hole so it's not you're not like trying to grip it really hard you barely even have to hold it like it just stays on your hand it can go on either hand it's got the little zipper so you know you can keep I have chapstick in here like you can keep your phone in there if it fits I have a huge phone so it doesn't fit um but I'll use this like when we're on vacation or on shorter runs just because it's easier to pack um but it's not my top choice. I drink more than this when I run. It's further than like five miles. So the best for me makes the most sense. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. And that, are you okay? I've never tried the handhelds, but that's not too much of a bother. I know some people like them. Um, I'd rather does it feel not. weird? Like one hand is a little heavier than the I'm other? I'm constantly <laughs> switching hands. Like okay. when we were on vacation, we were actually in Flagstaff and I was like, oh, this is awful. Like think it was a three mile run. And I was like complaining to myself, like, why did I bring this? This is dumb. This is heavy. But I have a friend that ne this is all she ever uses long runs mm -hmm. or anything. I'm like, how can you do a 20 mile run and only have this much water? And she does and she's fine, but I don't think that's a good idea. But, you know, some people don't mind it. So I guess maybe if you're just starting out and this is what you use, maybe then you're just used to it. Um, but as a pretty baby runner, I started with the hydration vest. So okay. that's, it's like my security blanket. Now I can put all my things in it. So. Okay, so nice. So you shared um, a bunch of options here from what I've gathered here. We have the hydration vest, which is your like most expensive kind of product on the market there. And then you have, I would say maybe your like midsize um, kind of belts that have all kind of gadgets and gizmos on them um, and the handhelds. And then you have like the really inexpensive kind of flip belt that don't have much on them, but you could stash your phone, kind of credit card, um, yep. keys maybe. Um, so, okay, so that that's helpful. And yeah, those belts also, I guess we didn't mention, they do have attachments for water bottles and you yes. can have different size water bottles. Um, like I know Coach Lou has kind of the smaller, I don't know if it's like three ounce or four ounce. I have, my bottles are a little uh, larger size so you can get different size um, water bottles for you to carry. You know, for me, once I started loading up with two bottles, two larger size bottles, you know, if you're really doing a long run in this hot, you know, humid weather, um, it did start to get a little, that bouncing was really hard for me to kind of get used to. And I really had to play around with, okay, do I put them in the back where they like just sit on like my sacrum area or do I put them on the front and then they sit on like your hip bones, which is like your pelvic bones, your ASIS. I felt like I needed to like place them there strategically. So like they, like my bony structure like supported the bottle so they didn't like bounce so much. Um, so I, I did find that you, you have to kind of find like the sweet spot of how to place them, how tight to make them. Um, so you didn't get too much of that bouncing effect. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, funny story, I was wearing a belt at one point for a longer run and I ended up with bruises on the front of my hip bones from the water bottles. And I was like, I'm oh not going to ever do this again. This is awful. And of course, the next day, I just decided to put it on my back. But I had bruises. Like, you could see them from the water bottles. So, uh, yeah. Right. I'm yeah, but then fan. the back is like hearts. Then you got to be like, dislocate your shoulder to like, go get the water. <laughs> well, and then to put it back in, you look so funny. Like, try it. Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> right. it's, it's just not... <laughs> Oh it's my not goodness. a good look for me. <laughs> oh, I could um, talk about gear like all day long. No joke. So I know this is going to be a fun a one. All right. So let's shift gears a little. Talking about gear, let's shift gears a little bit to um, let's go down to kind of the the feet there. Um, so we started like okay. in the middle area where you carry stuff in the middle. Now we'll go lower. Um, so we're not going to talk about shoes and sneakers in this episode. Um, there are two previous, for those of you who are new to the podcast, there are two previous episodes that we did with Matt Santillo from Woodridge Running Company on uh, shoes. So those were deep dives on running shoes and talking all things about running shoes. So check those out um, on the podcast um, or for those who are live on Facebook, if you guys 
want to get that info on running shoes, just type in shoes into the comment box. I will shoot you the blogs um, and the previous podcast episodes to that content. But let's talk about what we wear under the shoes. So let's talk socks first. And then if we could talk about like compression sleeves and kind of yeah. what are the benefits and things like that. Okay. So for running socks, I love Belegas. Um, they are my absolute favorites. These are my fun neon yellow ones because the brighter, the better. But they, as you can see, for those of you on the podcast, you're not gonna be able to see this, but the bottom part that goes under your feet, kind of over your toe and up to the back of your heel is a much thicker, squishier fabric. Um, it's almost like, if you look at the inside, it almost looks like a fuzzy terry cloth. Um, and that really, really cushions your feet. It really prevents blisters. I have, since wearing Belegas, I've only had one incident with a blister and that was my fault because I went and got a pedicure and they removed all my calluses so all my blisters came back. But other than that, which was my fault, these are my absolute favorites. They have a little, almost like a lip on the back of the heel that kind of goes up over the back of your shoes so they don't slide down. The back of your shoe doesn't hit your Achilles tendon. They just are absolutely fabulous. And if you're actually in, oh, maybe it was a spring training group that we did. I talked about my husband who thought it was absolutely ridiculous that I had to wear special socks. And so Santa puts them in his stocking one year and he wore them for a few runs. And then we were on vacation, he forgot to bring them. And he wore his cheaper ones from Walmart. And he came back and he goes, you know what? I gotta tell you, I will never run with those cheapos again. I'm gonna wear Belegas forever. So he is now a Belega believer. So yeah, but running socks are very individual, just like shoes. I know Features also makes a very similar squishy sock like the Belegas. Um, some people like those toe socks. I, I can't do it. I don't like things between my toes. Um, but right. if you like them, it's go, good for you. I just can't. <laughs> But yeah, so the Belegas are my favorite. Um, and yeah, I'll just add before you continue on there, um, the Belegas were actually, I heard about those when I was doing my marathon training because I was getting some blisters and I invested in a pair back then. And yeah, I still have those. Um, those are still like long runs. I'll definitely, those would be like a go-to as well as you're right. Features does make a thicker sock like that. Um, and for those of you guys who are new um, to running, you know, the difference is really in the, the material that's used in socks. So you definitely don't want cotton socks, just in case someone's listening to this as a beginner and you're wearing your like cotton socks you got from Walmart or Target or something. You definitely don't want to run in those. Like it's all about the material and wool which I never understood. I'm like, whoa, that means like, how, why would you wear wool in like the summer when and you're going to be like sweating? Like I think of wool as like something warm, right? You wear in the winter to keep you like warm when it's cold outside, but it's the type of wool um, that's used that can actually wick away your sweat. So then your feet stay dry because it's when they're sweating and they're wet and now they're rubbing against your shoe or your insert, whatever you have, that's what causes a blister. So if you can keep your feet dry, then that's key. And it's the materials that are used. And that's where the different like price points in socks, where socks is one of those things that's like, 
you really should invest in socks. Like, yes, you can get socks for a dollar or two if you went to the dollar store, I'm sure. But that, those are not socks you want to run in um, unless you want to have blisters, right? So it is one of those like important things that, yeah, they are expensive, but they honestly last for a long time. Those Valega socks, that one pair I know that I have that I got for the marathon was literally three years ago. And I still wear them maybe once a week during my long runs. So I'm going to actually stop you on that one because I was at the running our local fleet and they told me that you're supposed to replace your socks every time you replace your shoes which Ooh. I don't but I do buy a new pair of socks each time yeah. I get a new pair of shoes so they just go into yeah. rotation and I keep my older ones for like the shorter runs but I didn't realize that just like shoes over time the material starts to like degrade and isn't as good it's still good yeah. it's still better than the cotton socks but um yeah apparently you're supposed to replace your socks who knew our right. fleet that does make does, sense. Um, like for Mother's Day, they'll do a bouquet of Belegas. So you can buy your wife a bouquet of Belega socks instead of flowers. And they'll last much longer. That is awesome. And it's a lot more functional, right? It so is. It is. <laughs> you can yeah. actually wear them probably for the rest of the year during your runs. Yeah. And these, last thing I'll say about the Belegas, I ran a half marathon completely downpour, monsoon, raining, thunder, lightning, probably should have stopped, should have stopped running. But my feet, my shoes were soaked. Like you're running and the water's just spraying up out of your toes. Like it was bad. Not a single blister from the Belegas. So they are waterproof, not waterproof, but you're not gonna get the blisters if your feet are soaking wet from rain. Yeah, no, great, great point. So moral of the story guys is invest in your socks, um, protect those feet. And as coach Whitney just added in, which is awesome is replace them. Um, or get some new pairs to add into the rotation. I know I do try to get new pairs, um, but like you said, it, it's more like I don't throw the old ones out. I just like work them into the rotation because, you know, you got to have different colors, you know, that match different shoes. The brighter and, right? the better. The brighter the better. <laughs> That's my motto for everything. The brighter the better. So. Yeah, now, what, do you, what are your thoughts on uh, compression socks or sleeves? Love, have you... love, 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 love. So, I actually, because I live in Arizona, I, when I'm done with a run, I want to be able to put on not flip-flops, but I wear Birkenstocks, which people think are weird for recovery shoes, but I need to be able to put my toes in between. Cause I wear the ones that are sort of like the thong. I don't know what they're called, but they're the Birkenstock brand. Um, so I like the sleeves better. This brand, these are actually CEP brand. These are my favorite just because they, I think they give me the best squish. I don't know what you call it. Compression. Compression. Um, they squish in all the right spots. Um, so I actually like the sleeves better just for being able to put shoes on. But I will say after a 20 mile run or a long, long run or a hard workout, I like the full sock. Like these are from pro compression because they're fun. You know, they've got the hearts on them. So they're cute and they're bright but they're the full sock. I do think that they don't have quite as much compression as CEP does. Um, but after a long run or a hard workout, I also want the compression on my feet and my ankles so that all the blood is not kind of pooling down in my feet. Um, and when then, instead of wearing the Birkenstocks, I'm gonna go old school and throw on those old 1990s Adidas soccer slides. You know, the ones with the little nubbies in them that kind of hurt your feet. 
that's oh yeah, I had those in I, college. I love those. Those are like my favorite, um, but only if I have the socks on. So I prefer the sleeves just so my toes are free. But after a long, hard run, I like the socks and I'm absolutely a believer anything for miles or longer or a workout. And if it's a speed workout of any length, I put them on and I don't know if there's actually a benefit like physiologically, but mentally it makes me feel like it, I feel better. So it may be the placebo effect, but I know for me, I actually feel like it helps me recover better. Yeah, and I think that's a great point that you bring up. It's been probably about two years now since I did do a little deep dive in the literature. So I wonder if anything new has come out since, but that was the general consensus is that compression socks or sleeves. Um, I guess I should definitely, um, you know, being a physical therapist should mention that, you know, for those that do have uh, circulatory problems. So if you have any circulation issues, if you happen to have peripheral vascular disease, um, and just your, your veins are not good and you do tend to hold fluid and swelling in your legs normally on an everyday basis, um, or you have a history of cardiac issues, then, you know, these can certainly be helpful for that. Um, but, you know, our conversation is really talking about someone who doesn't have any pre-existing conditions, um, that the literature has shown basically that runners feel that they do help. Um, again, I think it is one of those, you know, if, if they feel good, then we feel like it helps. Um, yeah. But performance wise, it hasn't been shown to actually enhance performance in some of the control trials that they have done and looking at like those that wear compression sleeves or socks versus those that don't. Um, so for me personally, like I've uh, played around with them as well. I don't have the greatest veins. Um, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have some varicose veins in the next like 10 or 20 years. And my family, you know, as, as everyone's age hasn't had the best veins, but they do um, feel good for me. So I do like that compression. So I do wear them personally for my speed days, as well as my long run days. Um, and yeah, I played around with the sleeves versus the socks. You know, I think you highlighted the main thing is that for those that swell in their feet, and you are using sleeves, then you should definitely use the socks because that is how the pressure works. Like that's how our circulation works. It pumps things to the heart up. So if you're swelling in the foot, like you could just be compressing above and now the swelling in your you know, feet has nowhere to go. Um, so you definitely wanna to go to the socks if you have issues there. Um, but yeah, definitely benefits to both. Um, for me, I also do, since you talked about socks before the features, they have like a plantar fasciitis sock. Um, I've tried two pairs of them. Um, I wouldn't say they're going to treat your plantar fasciitis by any means, um, but it is one of those, like the biggest thing, guys, and I just read another thing today on plantar fasciitis, so I figured why not share it with you here live. Um, Education is the most important piece, as well as stretching for at least four weeks um, for plantar fasciitis. So we've done a deep dive episode on plantar fasciitis in the past. If you haven't checked it out, you're suffering from heel pain when you wake up first thing in the morning. Um, I've been managing mine for a good like two years now where it's so low level. I just feel in the morning, that's it. And then I'm good to go. But I like to wear those socks though, going back to the compression with the sleeves. So those like basically the socks, what they do is they provide extra compression almost at the top of the arch and your Achilles tendon. So for those that do have some Achilles tendon pain, 
maybe those might help you. Again, they're not going to be the main treatment um, that's going to cure your plantar fasciitis or your Achilles pain. It's really the, the exercises that will do that. But um, I like to use the sleeves with those. So that's kind of my little combination that has worked for me. And again, it's probably more up here in my head. Uh, if it feels good, then I think it's going to help me for my running. And sometimes that's enough, right? Uh, the mind is a powerful thing. So do you wear your compression sleeves when you run or do you just put them on after? So I do wear them when I run. And I know some people do, you know, either just after. So definitely for the long runs, especially when my body's like adapting, when I'm stretched out, when I'm starting to get stretched out for the first time. And, you know, those long runs, you really feel it. Um, then I would also do the socks right after if I want to do a little elevation. So okay. like now I feel like now that this is our second round of like half marathon training back to back, like this round, when I did my 14 miler was the longest run I've done in literally like two and a half years. I did that in the Outer Banks um, two weekends ago. And I felt like fine after, like, I didn't feel like I needed to elevate my feet or like put the compression socks on. I probably will have looked a little silly on the beach with compression socks and it would have messed I, up my I tan lines, like but... <laughs> <laughs> but um i think that's for those that are like stretching themselves out now especially for marathon training when you really get over 12 miles the 12 to 20 you know that's when i think those things can uh come into uh play and really help you out after your runs especially if you tend to feel like there's some swelling there and you just need to get off your feet and, you know, do a little elevation, get your feet above heart level. I would throw the compression socks on um, while you're doing that. What are your thoughts? I don't like them while I run. Um, mm -hmm. I just kind of, I don't really like the way that they feel and it's hot. It's too hot here. Um, so I really just do it after I run. Um, I know this is going to sound gross, but there are some days when I come home and I just kind of lay on the tile floor and then I get in the shower. So I'll wait to put them on until after the shower. Um, just because I don't want to try and slide them on when my legs are sweaty and it's just hard to do. But um, yeah, no, I definitely like to wear them after a run. And I will say if you're putting on sleeves are different, but if you're putting on the socks, if you turn them inside out and pull them on little by little, it is so much easier to get them on so much easier you just put your toes in and you slowly roll them up right side out so much Wait, so easier. you could do that for socks yeah like here, oh i i do that for the sleeves i do that for oh, the no, sleeves i didn't know the... like that trick works for socks yeah too. so you just put let's see if you guys can see me on the live so if you just put your toes in and then you slowly like roll it up little by little little by little and you get it over your heel then you can pull from the top of the sock all the way up your calf and it's like, it'll take you like 30 seconds instead of like 15 minutes to get these on. Yeah, no, that was, I didn't, I honestly, I, I never tried it. I remember hearing about that when I first oh, got yeah. the sleeves. Cause I was like, damn, these things are hard to freaking put on. Especially right? if you're still, your legs are like a little wet getting out of the shower or you're sweaty. It's like oh, yeah. impossible. No, my friend, my old neighbor was a nurse or is a nurse. And she was like, no, you're doing it wrong. She like watched me one day. She's like, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. And I was like, what do you mean? So she showed me. And ever since it's like 30 seconds and they're on both of them. Like it's fabulous. Yeah, I know. We should definitely do a, a video and drop that within the group this week of showing how to, I can do that. How to put those on inside out. Cause yeah. yeah, once I saw that trick, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Right? 
Um, and we haven't shared that yet in the group. So I think we definitely need to share that. Um, let me just give a little shout out. Lisa, thank you so much for joining. Um, she just came back from a run. You're crushing your training, Lisa. I love it. I love it. And she says she loves her hydration belt. Scott, I will definitely shoot you that um, resource for plantar fasciitis. Dean says he loves good socks. And uh, Jean is asking, how do you know when you need new socks? Me, I go by the whole test. Like my toe starts popping through, but I know that's not the right answer, Jean. So don't listen to me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't realize I ever needed new socks. I thought a pair was good until I went to Fleet Feet and they were like, no, you're supposed to replace them every time you replace your shoes. So I'm guessing, like for me, I replace my shoes every 300 miles. I'm assuming between like 300 and 400 miles on a pair of socks. But how do you track that when you wear five different pairs of socks a week? Like, I don't know. Now that's, I'm already like finding difficulty tracking my two shoes that I wear in Garmin Connect where I keep switching, like which one I ran with. Um, could you imagine like putting five different pairs of socks in Garmin Connect? And <laughs> You'd have to always wear like the yellow on Monday, the blue on Tuesday. So you could like track how many miles each month. Right. But like, oh, no, yeah. I, I say if you've had your socks a year, maybe replace them. I mean, because I maybe wear my yellow ones every other week. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely yeah. if you've had them for like three years, it's probably time for a new pair. Yeah. Especially if they have sharks on them, Jean. So, you know, your, your shark socks probably can last a little bit longer. That's my shark. Lega does not have shark socks. Let me take a quick pause from this amazing episode to share a really cool product that can help you stay safe while running. Knox Gear's signature product, the Tracer 360, keeps me safe and lit up from all directions during my 5.30 a.m. running. But now the days are getting longer and lighter here in the U.S. And I wanted to take a moment to share with you their amazing little Bluetooth speaker called the 39G because it weighs only 39 grams and is perfect for listening to podcasts like you are now or music during your run, also while keeping you in tune to your surroundings. I actually was fortunate enough to meet one of the creators of Knox Gear, Simon Curran, and Jamie Miles from Knox Gear as they shared Knox Gear's story and how they created their signature product using engineering principles. Pretty cool stuff and an interesting story to say the least. So I invite you to check out episode 43 on the Healthy Runner podcast to hear from the creator himself. Knox Gear is all about runner safety, and I am pumped to have them as a supporter of our healthy runner community, because in case you haven't realized, we are all about runner health and safety here. Running doesn't need to be painful, and it doesn't need to be risky and dangerous. Running should be that outlet providing us the mental clarity we all need to be the best human we can be to those around us, whether it's our family, our coworkers, or those in our communities. Just use the code HEALTHYRUNNER during checkout when placing your order at knoxgear.com to receive 35% off your purchase. Go ahead and give Knoxgear a try. Trust me, you will never feel safer. Now let's get back into our episode. And those of you guys who are here on the live, um, as we're going along here, feel free to drop any of your questions that you have for Coach Whitney in the uh, comment box. And then also... Um, let us know. I'm kind of curious to see here what our, our live running group uh, has to say about this. If you had to name one piece of running gear that like you couldn't live without, like what would that be? Like, let's just say you got like transported to a different planet 
And it was like, you can take one thing with you, right? Not talking about your shoes. What is the one thing that you absolutely need as a runner? I'm like curious to actually find out what, what you guys feel is like most helpful from like a running gear standpoint. And then I think that'll be helpful for others to see um, within our community of, you know, things that you feel is like the most helpful um, to you. So uh, yeah, if you can please drop that in, that would be uh, phenomenal. I'm kind of curious to hear that. options? I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't pick just one. <laughs> I want all the things. Can I put all the things in the hydration pack and that count as one? <laughs> there you go. You, you could fit everything in the hydration pack. That's for sure. Yeah. No, right, this, so I, I'm going to go back to that pack because it has like this, I call it a shove pocket. So in the back part of the backpack in the winter is particularly for me, you can take your gloves off and you can literally just shove it in the back of the pack. You don't have to take your pack off to like put things in it. It is fabulous and it goes all the way through. So you can shove your entire like beanie and gloves, arm sleeves, like all the things. It's pretty fabulous. Yeah, no, that thing holds a lot. And yeah, I do um, some long runs with Coach Cat, And yeah, she's got like everything in there. She's got like, you know, EpiPen. She's got like Zantac for me when I get heartburn, when I eat Mexican the day before a long run, mm. which uh, is never a good thing for me, my heartburn. Um, so yeah, you could stash a lot in there. So let's shift gears a little bit. We talked about ways that we could stay hydrated. We talked about socks and preventing blisters and compression socks. So now let's go to these these guys. Let's go to the uh, sunglasses. What are what are we? What are your uh, faves for Gooders. sunglasses? Gooders <laughs> are my favorite. I'm gonna take them off though because they're polarized, so I can't like see the screen. <laughs> I can't see you. Um, these are my absolute favorite. I probably need to go to rehab for Gooders. Um, they need to have like Gooders Anonymous because I probably own almost all the colors, at least one of each color. I don't have like multiple pink ones or multiple blue ones, but you know, it started with one pair of blue ones. And I was like, these are great. I have a very, very small head. Now that I've said that you're gonna all notice it and all the pictures, all the things where you see me, you're gonna be like, wow, she really does have a small head. But I wear kid size hats and kid size glasses, like finding eyeglasses is a problem for me. So these, these are the OGs, as they call them, the originals. Um, they are, I don't even know what you call the texture. It's not a smooth texture. It's almost, it's not sticky, but it's, it's velvety almost. Um, so they don't slide down your nose when you're like super, super sweaty. You don't have to like constantly go in and like wipe your face. Like they're, they stay in place. They also are polarized, like I said, and they're also like, they come in a bajillion colors, so you can match all the outfits. Um, but with my small head and wearing a baseball hat when I run, not a baseball hat, but a running hat when I run, it doesn't like push them down, like down my nose. It doesn't hurt my nose. Like they're just the perfect size. And honestly, they're not. Now I'm going to say this and sound really um, snobby, but they're not that expensive. They're $25 for a pair of polarized sunglasses. I don't think that's a lot of money. Um, and for me, my obsession started, you know, I did a race, so I wanted to match my sunglasses with my outfit for the after pictures. And then I did another race and I got a different shirt. So I wanted a different pair to match. And then I needed the Christmas ones. And then I needed the ones for 4th of July. And then I need, you know, it just became an obsession. So I've since stopped my obsession and haven't bought any in a year. 
Wow. Well, that's, right? that's I got impressive. A, I got a free pair from um, like race swag, but so that doesn't count. I didn't buy them. But uh, my daughter, even my 10 year old daughter wears them. She's got the same pink ones. We match, um, but they're just, they're fabulous. I love them. Actually, I'm going to get my husband a pair because he dropped his glasses like this and then like stepped on them. So the lenses got all scratched. So he's going to get a yep. pair of black gooders. Yeah, no, these have been, I got my first pair. So I'm like a, a gooder novice. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, it's just G-O-O-D-R. Uh, gooder is uh, the name. And um, yeah, they've been amazing. So I had a pretty fancy, expensive pair that I invested in, I don't know, probably four years ago. And they work out well. Um, I, I still use them for certain runs. Um, that you might have seen me in pictures um, in, but honestly, the gooders are like, like you said, they're like fashionable, which is pretty cool. And we just bought a bunch. Um, uh, I, I bought a bunch of pairs uh, last week, so these were my vacation pair. So these were called uh, Cuckoo for Coconuts. So I needed some vacation sunglasses to rock on the beach, and I actually just had to get another pair, of course, for the race. Right, first live race. So this is what I'll rock for the race uh, this week. So I'll, I'll keep those fresh for the race. But as uh, Coach Whitney said, yeah, they're nice. They got this little nose nice. holder for running so they don't slide right. with your sweat. And then they also have this little grippy stuff on where it connects to your head. And I do not have the OGs because I have a big melon apparently. And they call these the B-OGs or the, the big ones. So these are the extra, extra large size. So I don't have as many cool color options as you when I shop for my gooder sunglasses. Mine but... don't have the cool ear thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe these, okay. these are pretty old, so maybe these are the older ones. Okay. But, yeah, I think yeah. all the newer ones, because actually, um, we also got a pair for my wife, so this is hers. So they have all Ooh, different, like, like shapes and stuff. Um, yeah. And we actually got a pair for my um, daughter as well. So she just got a, a pair as well. Um, so yeah, they were like our beach sunglasses that we were rocking in um, OBX uh, last week. So it was, uh, worked out nice. worked out well. So now what else can we I do to say, protect I, ourselves besides eyes, eyewear? So a hat, you can always wear a hat. Um, I often wear both. Um, I don't like the visors just because I don't, I, I'm always afraid that my scalp is gonna get sunburned, which is ridiculous because I wear a ponytail. So I always wear a hat. I also wear a hat because I can stick ice cubes in the hat on hot days and help cool myself off while I'm running. Um, you can do a visor. You can do some people like to wear like a buff or a headband, but with my small head that just kind of goes and slides right off my head. Um, but I like the hat because you can put the ice in there and it's fabulous. And here's a tip or a trick, I guess, for all you ponytail wearers. If you're like me and your hat kind of slides down like in your line of vision, while you're running, if you take your hat and you stick the very bottom of it through your ponytail, through your hair tie, it'll keep it in place. Your hat won't slide down. And That's if you're running tip. and a truck run goes by you and it blows your hat, it doesn't go anywhere. You don't have to go chase it. All right. That's a good tip. I would have never thought about because I don't have to worry about that issue, but right. I'm sure a lot of you mother runners, um, you will find that very helpful um, to keep your hat in place. And yeah, I know some people like the visors because they feel like it keeps them a little bit cooler. Some people like the hats. Um, I actually did a video on that little ice trick um, 
when I came back from my 14 miler, um, because yeah, I was hot. I was definitely overheated, um, yeah. baking on the pavement without any shade in it's uh, funny the outer banks. I saw saw that video in that same day. I was going to do a video about ice. Um, oh my goodness! A similar one about putting ice in your hat or putting it in your buff when you run, or girls can stick it in your bra. But if you run with a hydration pack, you know those jelly ice packs that you put in the freezer that don't get yep. fully hard? You can take that and put it between the back of your hydration pack and the bladder, and it's up against your back. So it will keep you cool for an hour-ish, maybe wow. a little longer depending on where you are. So that will keep you really cool. But it was funny because I was going to do that video the same day and I was like, oh man, he took my idea. <laughs> it was funny. That's hilarious. So, oh my goodness. Great mind. But I got all those hot weather tips. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so good. I crewed for a friend doing a marathon, a virtual marathon um, that I couldn't do because of my hamstring. And every time I'd meet her every six miles, I had just brought a hydro flask full of ice cubes. And she and the person she was running with, just were sticking them in her in their bras, in their hats, in their buffs. One of them stuck them down the side of her shorts, like because it was it was hot. It was like a hundred degrees when they were running, so it kept them cool. That ice yeah. thing. No, absolutely. It, it really just cools down the core body temperature like quickly, which is important, especially if you feel like you're getting to those limits where you're like overheating. Um, yeah. We talked about the safety of running in the heat a couple of episodes ago. Um, but yeah, Gene says it's a nice trick. Uh, Coach Toya says he loves, loves the hat trick. Um, Brian, thank you so much for joining the live. Um, and uh, Allison says, Gooder. Um, yeah, so some of the things that other runners within our community um, have found, or I guess they're one thing. Allison, you named two though. You got the Garmin watch, which yeah, I know that is a... Uh, that is a um, one that is definitely helpful. Um, and for those of you who are listening and don't realize, um, or if you're new to our community, last December, right before the holidays, we did an episode with Garmin. So I had the Garmin representatives come on the show. Um, so if you are considering a watch, to invest in a watch, I would highly recommend. Again, it's one of those things where price point is a lot higher. So you know, for you beginners, you don't necessarily need a Garmin, right, to start out, but when you're looking to kind of take your running to the next level, for me, myself, I was an Apple, you know, watch wearer for the first probably three years when I had my Apple and I was running with it. So it works. Um, but Garmin is definitely going to be a lot more reliable, going to give you better data with your paces and battery life. And there's many, many benefits. But check that out on the podcast, um, that episode with Garmin, if you are consider watch. Um, Nivian says... But socks is probably better. Oh, Nivian says headphones. And then she says socks is probably better. Sandra says glide. Uh, so we're going to get into body glide and anti-chafing stuff. And Peter says his white dry fit running cap. And yeah, so that actually, Peter, that is one of the things I will uh, give a little, little teaser here. I was talking with Coach Whitney before. Um, due to uh, popular request, um, we are going to be opening up a healthy runner um, store for some swag and some merchandise. And one of those items that is going to be in the store is going to be a running dry fit hat, uh, white hat. So, um, so you can rock a little uh, healthy runner um, hat. Um, and we're going to have some other cool um, swag for you guys um, to be able to purchase. So that store will be opening up within the next month or so. We're kind of finalizing the products 
Um, and I might pull uh, the audience in our Healthy Runner Facebook group if we're deciding between a couple of products. Um, but we're going to roll that out and launch that within the next month so you guys can get some good swag and uh, merch um, during your runs. All right. So we talked hats, we talked sunglasses. Um, since we're talking kind of protection from the sun, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Some sunblock. That's what uh, Coach Whitney showed. So I don't know if you guys, if it's the right direction, if you can see it, but the brand, oh, it's not going to work. It's Zelios. It's Z-E-A-L-I-O-S. It is my absolute favorite. Now, I only wear this on my face because I can do the spray, copper tone, whatever, on my arms, and I don't really care if that runs. This sunscreen on your face, you do not want it to run into your eyes because that is not fun. This does not run. It is water resistant for 80 minutes. It's hypoallergenic, non-greasy. It's uh, micronized zinc oxide. It dries clear. Like I'm just reading the label, but it is absolutely fabulous. I found this when I was running or training for my ultra a few years ago. And my kids, they know this is mommy sunscreen. Like you don't touch this bottle of sunscreen because this is like pure gold right here. It will not run into your eyes. It won't like drip. Like, you know how sometimes you're running and you get those white lines down your face because you're sweating? Nope, not at all with this one. It is fabulous, fabulous. So, all but right, I do use the gray stuff on like my arms and my legs and the rest of my body, the cheapo stuff. Okay. And I guess I will definitely uh, mention also, so I was telling you about this earlier, but there is another product that's also mineral-based um, made for kind of runners or swimming called Tanry. Um, before I promote this product, um, I do need to try it. So I haven't tried it yet. I just literally got the box um, as samples when I came back from vacation yesterday. So Coach Cat, you're going to be getting a bottle as well. I know you're very very uh, big on the sunscreen and you've tried many different products. So I'm going to have you try it out and you guys never know. We might be talking about Tanry as a podcast sponsor in the future. Um, <clears throat> this is pretty much, you know, I would never promote a product on the podcast as a sponsorship um, unless we've tried it ourselves. Um, none of the products so far that we've talked to are sponsoring this episode, but we wanted to share all of this, um, all these tips really um, Coach Whitney has a lot of experience trying these out. I've tried a lot of these out. So for those that haven't tried it out, we figured it'd be helpful for you to be able to learn a little bit more about some of the gear um, that can help you with your running. So that was sunscreens. How about chapsticks? And you got to share the tip about the eyebrows. Come on. Like that this was- chapstick. This is my eyebrow chapstick. The black, you know, chapstick brand, but the black one, the classic original. Now you guys are going to think this is really crazy. Some of you have heard this if you're in our healthy runner group, but if you take this and you literally rub it over your eyebrows before a run, you will not have sweat dripping into your eyes. Like it will not happen. Do not try it with Vaseline. Do not try it with the strawberry one. It has to be the black. I'm sure strawberry works just as well, but then you're going to have that strawberry smell. Maybe it'll attract flies, gnats. I don't know. But the tip that I learned at Nexpo is black chapstick on your eyebrows will your sweat won't run in your eyes your sunscreen if it runs is not going to run into your eyes it go it beads up and it goes down the side of your face no, i know that it's was a crazy a, crazy thing but it's gold i'm telling you for those of you who are here on the live i'm curious has anyone else tried that before 
Um, I have yet because I can't get my hands on on one of those yet. But I can't wait to try that myself. Aisle. I know, I know. And all the grocery I, I just, stores. I forget, and I, I do need to do that though. I need to try this tip. I'm curious to see um, how it works out myself. Um, but yeah, that was that tip um, that you shared within our Healthy Runner group, and you know the ice trick and the hat. These are the things for those of you again that are listening to the podcast. These are the things that we share within our community. So. You know, tips like that, you'll get on like a weekly basis, um, no doubt. All right. So we talked about sunscreens, chapsticks, um, sunglasses, hats. All right. So now let's talk about uh, anti-chafing products. So that good old, uh, not good old chafing, which I experienced a lot of last week with all of those sweaty runs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there was... It was it was bad in that heat and the amount of sweat. So yeah, what what is? I guess I'll share like the most common one and the one I've used before, which is Body Glide. Um, that's probably the most popular out there. Um, yeah. Are there any others that, that you've you've um, used before? And I love Body Glide. It works so well. However, I like squirrels and nut butter. Um, it is an anti-chafe. It's like a deodorant stick, just like Glide, Body Glide, um, but it's all natural. It's coconut oil, coconut butter, beeswax, and vitamin E oil. That's all that's in it. And I think personally, one, it smells really good, but two, it lasts longer, in my opinion, than Body Glide. Um, and where we live is not typically a humid place. Like we normally have like 10% humidity. So there's not quite as much sweating as where you guys are because it evaporates before you even notice. Um, so I don't know how well it holds up in more humid climates, but for me, like this is amazing. I put it everywhere. <laughs> they do make a really small one that you can put like in your pack with you. Um, I don't do that just because I'm normally okay, but I've given them to some friends that have chafing issues on a regular basis um, and they love it. It's fabulous. We'll be at like a red light and they're like just putting it on their arms or putting it on their backs. I'm like, First, you need different equipment, different shirts, different something. But if not, this works really, really well. And it's a funny name, Squirrel's Nut Butter. Yeah, so I definitely, um, after you recommended that in our group uh, last week, and my body glide just wasn't cutting it with the amount of sweat that I was having, I did purchase that. So I'm looking forward to trying that out tomorrow for my track workout, Tuesday track workout. Um, so I'm going to give it a whirl tomorrow and be able to try that. And those also work out great for like, um, you know, feet, if you do get any pressure sensitive areas. Um, but definitely, and for guys, I'll mention this, I know you ladies don't need to worry about that um, with your sports bras, but for us guys who like for me, wears a tank top that really if you sweat a lot, that's going to rub over your nipples and that does not feel good on a long sweaty run. Um, so I will definitely put that all over my chest, um, the anti-chafe stuff just to protect those puppies. And for race day, it's definitely getting huge band-aids right over the nipples to protect them for race day. Because even, I don't know, I haven't tried the squirrel's nut butter yet, but even, you know, body guide will not do it. Um, and won't protect those. And you do not want to get bloody nipples. Uh, I came close yeah, on one race and I learned my lesson real quickly. So again, for those beginner runners out there, for you males, 
like don't do it don't especially uh race day make sure you either put some large i get like the big large band-aids and just put them over my nipple area which will just create that barrier between those guys and your uh sweaty shirt that's rubbing every time you run um so definitely uh yeah, learn from experience. You don't want to be that guy who's got blood dripping down your singlet um, when you're running past the finish line. You always see at least one at every race. Um, and it, I just like cringe. I'm like, oh, that's got to be so painful. It's got to be so painful. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. Yeah, that's uh, also, it doesn't, like sometimes you'll use products and they'll leave like a greasy film on your clothes after you wash them. This, I've never had an issue with this leaving like a funny, greasy mark or anything so that's awesome yeah i'm looking forward to trying that one out um before we kind of wrap up um the show i guess we need to talk about this because they are going to be actually the sponsor of this podcast episode is our good friends at knox gear and um do you want to share about um for those of you if you guys have been listening to the podcast you've heard me talk about knox gear and how much we just love their products. All of our coaching team uses Knox gear. Um, and, you know, for the keep you lit up in, <laughs> I know, I wonder if we're going to be able to see you with your virtual. Oh, there we go. We could still you see, see it. it. I'm, yes. I'm changing colors. You are. I see green. There we go. There's I see my blue. blue. There There's we go. There's some spark blue. I like it. <laughs> yeah, but this is, it's, if you're watching us, you can see they're little tubes that have the light going through them but on your back you have the huge pack that lights up you can make this flash you can change the colors there's purple like you can make it be technicolor there we go see now i'm a flashing rainbow cars are not going to miss you and then around the waist they have oh it's not going to show let's see can i get in the right spot it has the reflective band so not only are you lit up and flashing or just a bright color You've got the reflective band. So no, cars are not going to miss you. I wear this all the time. I mean, living in Arizona, we I'm, I'm out there doing my runs at like 4, 4.30 in the morning. And the sun's just starting to come up. That's like the most dangerous time. Cars are not going to miss me. It's fabulous. Fabulous. And and they make one for dogs. Yes. And Jean my says, yes, yeah, she runner, uses her. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, Jean says she uses the light hound. Um, I know I wish I had a dog just so I could put the light hound on my dog because those things look really cool. And I wish the people walking around in my neighborhood use them because yeah. it's always the last minute I see them. And I'm like, guys, I cannot see you when I'm driving. Like you have to wear something right reflective. And yeah, the light technology, for those of you that don't know, like you hear about me talking about it on the ad read. Um, I'm really passionate about Knox gear. Like I'm not just saying that. Um, I'm a big believer in it. Um, you got to check it out. We did do a deep dive episode with the owner um, and creator of Knox Gear, uh, Simon Curran. So check that one out. I think it's in the 40s, maybe 30s um, on the podcast. So it's going back a little while to like last fall time period. Um, but it's an amazing product and will keep you safe, especially like actually I woke up this morning because we're on vacation the last two weeks. I didn't get up as early. And this morning, my wife and I were both up at 4.30 and we like came out here and it was like almost five and it was still pitch dark. I'm like, oh no, it's already starting to get, the days are getting shorter. 
Like, I'm like, oh, I can already tell because it's been, you know, two weeks since I've been here. I'm like, no, it was like light during this time period two weeks ago. So it does get a little bit depressing uh, when you start to really do those runs in the dark, in the pitch dark. So I don't like this time period where it just gets darker and darker as we train for those fall uh, marathons and half marathons. But um, Knox gear will definitely keep you guys safe uh, for those runs. Or in the evening too, like that dusk time period is the hardest for cars to see you. So like Coach Whitney yeah. said, you guys got to stay safe. And then I'll also give a nice plug to their Bluetooth speaker as well. So, and then we can kind of shift over to um, Aftershocks and talk about that or different headphone, uh, you know, yeah. things that you can use. But Knox here makes a great product. It's a Bluetooth speaker. It's the um, 39G. So it's very lightweight and um, it can, it's got a magnet on, it's got a clip. You can pop it in your shirt, um, put the little magnet. You can put it on your Knox here Tracer 360 vest that Coach Whitney is wearing. Um, I know Coach Latoya loves hers. She's always using hers for her long runs. Um, can jam out if you want to get to listen to the Healthy Runner um, playlist on Spotify that Coach Latoya created. You can rock out to that um, with your little speaker. Yeah. 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 So what other options do we have for those that want to listen? Or if you guys are listening right now to the Healthy Runner podcast as you're running, uh, what are some other options to use um, to listen to podcasts or listen to music? So one of my biggest thing is safety. Like you need to be safe when you're running, right? Um, so I know a lot of people wear headphones like I'm wearing, like actually in your ear or the earbuds or is that what they're called? The earbuds? But you can't hear what's happening around you. You can't hear the cars coming up behind you. You can't hear that scary coyote that's coming up behind you full speed that's going to plow into you or attack you. So I always tell my runners, you either don't wear anything or you need to wear what I wear, which are aftershocks. I think these are the type tricks titaniums. These are like the first ones they ever made. Um, I've had mine for like five years. Like they're fabulous. Um, they work by bone conductivity. So they sit, for those of you that are on watching, they sit in front of your ear. So they are working through the bone right here in front of your ear, your cheekbone, essentially. And the sound is going in through the bone into your ear, rather than being in your ear and blocking outside noise. So you can wear these and you can be running and you can hear cars coming up behind you. You can hear those cyclists that don't say on your left that are going like 7,000 miles an hour that are gonna knock you over. You can hear the, the rattlesnake in the bushes. You can hear literally everything. I can wear these, listen to music, listen to a podcast and still, I multitask. I can still be running and talking to my friends and still have my stuff going on. They are fabulous and it keeps you safe because you can hear what's going on around you, but hear your stuff. Yeah, this is my just initial impression. Literally, again, one of the things that was waiting for me when I got back from vacation was uh, these puppies. And it was literally because of these sweaty runs, like my AirPods literally kept popping out of my ears. And it was so annoying that I had to readjust them. Um, so they, they pretty much have worked out. And there are different settings with these, like the newer AirPods where you can do noise cancellation versus not. So you could hear things a little better versus their first version. Um, 
So, but I went for my first run this morning. I shared it um, on a live uh, this morning on Facebook and I was super impressed because I was worried that I wouldn't be able to hear because I like listening from my Easy Runs podcast and like learning and hearing all the, the words. Um, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to, like I would hear a sentence and then a car would come by and then I would miss like three words. But no, not with these, with that bone conduction technology, which is like really neat. I was able to like literally listen to every word. I was like, wow, these things are pretty darn cool. Um, and honestly, these oh, yeah. are cheaper. The Aeropex or the ones that I got, I just went on their, their website um, and checked out the different versions, but they were actually cheaper than my AirPods. Um, so granted my AirPods I use for everything yeah. and all things Zoom and all things uh, virtual calls that I have during the day. But um, for running, like only one run, so far, but so far, real, real impressed and big fan of uh, aftershocks. Five years of running. Nice. I'm about. To, I'm, go, I'm thinking about getting new ones, and only because every once in a while, if I turn my head just a certain way, it'll cut out for like a split second, and I'm thinking the wires are starting to get loose. But it's been five years. Um, I had the like one of the original ones that they had made. Um, they sit above your ear you can wear your sunglasses and your headphones and a hat and it doesn't bother the top of your ears until like three and a half hours in like you can wear them they're comfortable they're light they go around the back of your head um and part of the reason i want new ones is because i believe the ones that you have the aeropex i believe they come in a smaller size um so that would be better. we already talked little, about the small head, head syndrome right but see they sit if you're on watching, they sit on the back of your neck. They don't touch your neck, but they sit around the back of your head and you can have your hair over it or under it. I usually do under, so it doesn't do that flappy girl ponytail thing, but they are so comfortable. And I, I use them when I even run on the treadmill, I can have it connected to my iPad and I just watch my show on the iPad. I can listen to my podcast while I'm running. I can listen to Dwayne talk while I'm running. Um, I don't really listen to music while I'm running unless it's like a super awful run and I just want to be done. So I'll throw on some like nineties grunge or, you know, some old school music. And run, through, huh? but... I would have never taken you for a nineties grunge <laughs> <laughs> music. Well, <it's> gal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, these have been fabulous. And like you said, you can still hear everything that people are saying on your podcast and the, the traffic and the animals and the people. So it's been great. Nice. And it's just hilarious, like hearing the animals that you mentioned. And, and like, it doesn't even phase me because I've heard you say it so many times within our healthy runner group. Um, but those that are listening on the podcast, you guys are like in the East Coast or maybe you're somewhere in the world um, where there's not like rattlesnakes and like coyotes chasing you down. Oh <laughs> you know, goodness. like here in Connecticut, we do not need to worry about those. We do have bobcats. Um, we do get some bears. Um, I have luckily never seen a bear. Um, but you know, it's usually the stray nice. dog um, that's kind of chasing you down. Um, so yeah. yeah, we don't have to worry about rattlesnakes jumping out at us. Um, and Jean brings up- You guys do point. have coyotes though. We do. Yeah. Not in, at least in Cheshire. We haven't seen any coyotes. I think a couple of people- I know where my parents are. They brought in the coyotes. Oh, wow. In, in Westport, they brought in coyotes to take care of the deer problem, but now they have a coyote problem. Okay. So maybe yeah. they shouldn't have brought in animals that don't naturally <laughs> live there. 
Um, so Gene brings up a good point that Aftershocks creates customer service and replaced mine after they stopped working. Don't forget to register them. So thank you for the reminder, Gene, because literally I have my warranty card sitting in front of my computer, so I need to register mine so then I can take advantage of their uh, warranty as well. Um, <laughs> Peter, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, we spent a good amount of time on the beach and yeah, we love the, the beach. Uh, thanks, thanks for the tan comment there. Thanks to Pearly Whites Pop. Um, so also Scott says earbuds. Can, wow, okay, I did not know that Scott. Scott says earbuds can give you a yeast infection in your ear. Who knew? Um, so, and Lisa says- Another um, reason to wear this. Yeah, aftershocks, I know. Lisa says that uh, one way that she stays safe um, is by doing one of her Beats earbuds in, in one ear and then keeping the other one open. So that's another way um, that can help as well. Uh, Trish says she agrees with the aftershocks. Um, Peter says he likes the Jaybirds. Uh, so he does Jaybirds, got his aftershocks. Um, he can still hear the traffic and the dogs. Um, and Coach Toya says she loves her Knox gear best and speaker. Um, and Trish loves Knox gear as well. So does Lisa. And Tara says, what are your favorite headphones earbuds? Oh, we just answered that. Um, I've yet to find a pair I'm not having to fidget with. Okay, Tara, so hopefully the Aftershocks conversation was helpful for you. So yeah, big fan of the Aftershocks because yeah, these do get loose um, during sweating. So I would definitely check Let's that out. Um, yeah, so they I can- will, If you're a sweaty runner like me, you'll come home and you'll have the white square from the salt around your ear where the speakers were sitting. but they don't move at all. You don't have to readjust them. It's great. Yeah. And uh, Brian says that he gets sweat in his eyes during his runs and it burns. And I've been there, Brian. So you need to try the chapstick trick. Um, and let me know how it goes. Let us know um, within the group. And Tara says she loves all these tips. Um, they're, they're helpful. Guys, if this is helpful for you, uh, let us know in the comment box. Like just type in helpful. Um, let us know if this is helpful. This is definitely a different episode than we've ever done in the past. So hopefully this is helpful. We figured like Coach Whitney and I, we could sit here and talk all day, but we do need to wrap this up because no one's going to listen to like a two hour podcast episode. So let's uh, try to wrap this up. Um, I guess before I get to my last question for you, um, let's just spend um, a little time, if you don't mind sharing um, those that have been um, following along um, on social media, on either Facebook or Instagram, um, within our Healthy Runner Facebook community, have heard me talk about the Team Healthy Runner program. Um, I talked about it um, with Coach Latoya last time. Uh, we were on two weeks ago. And I guess it's just good to hear from a coach who's kind of been involved with it, has seen the evolution of this program. Um, the last couple of times, um, for those that don't know, we are right now enrolling for our fall launch, whether or not you have a marathon or a half ma marathon on your calendar. Um, we are providing you a run plan, a strength plan, and the accountability motivation through our community. And you get a run coach, so either Coach Whitney, Coach Toya, Coach Cat, Coach Lou, um, that actually uh, works with you one-on-one -on -one throughout the process. And we have our whole team of members that are in the program. And we have our whole team of coaches that provide you um, special kind of tips. So a lot of the things that we shared actually tonight 
Coach Whitney's already shared in our previous training with groups. So we do like these special kind of trainings for those that are in our programs. Um, but let me hear from your perspective, Coach Whitney, what you have found um, is most helpful for like the runners that you've been working with um, in this program. So this, we've done two full training cycles. Well, we have one week left, two full training cycles, essentially. And it has been fabulous because you do, like Dwayne said, you get that individual coach. So we, what we do is we take all of the runners that are registered with us for that training cycle and we kind of create small teams. So there'll be small groups of individuals and each coach is assigned a few runners and we work with you one-on-one. -on -one. We check in with you on a regular basis. I have some runners I check in with daily. I have some runners I check in with weekly. I have some that don't really want me to check in. So I just kind of every few weeks will say, hey, how are you doing? Or they'll send me a message. Um, it's really, really, it's nice. It's in can be individualized. We are, yes, a big group. We are a healthy runner, but we're also have that small one-on-one -on -one aspect of our training that we do. So we can, you can say to your coach, hey coach, I wanna do my long runs on Saturdays. I want Sunday to be a rest day um, and I can't do anything long on Tuesdays or whatever. And your coach is gonna work with you and they're gonna find, figure out how to move your workouts around in our final surge app, the app that we use to give you all of your workouts and your runs. Um, and they're gonna make it work for you. Uh, you might say to your coach, hey, my legs are just feeling like lead. I don't know if I can really do five miles today. And your coach is gonna work with you. And they're not gonna just be like, oh, well, that's what's on the calendar, go do five miles, suck it up. No, they're gonna work with you and they're gonna figure it out and say, okay, well, maybe today, let's just let's just go for three. If you're feeling good after that, let's keep going. If not, we'll, we'll move things around, we'll figure it out. Um, Dwayne has done a fabulous job creating these strength training workouts that are designed for runners. I kind of joked around the other day and I was like, you're not going to just be going doing, you know, bicep curls and ab workouts. But seriously, we're focusing to build the hamstrings, the glutes, the quads, your cap, like your core, your core is essential, but running specific muscles. So you get your strength training workouts, you get your run training workouts, long runs, easy runs, all of the above. We recommend you foam roll. Um, I know I like to add that into my runners, um, which days they should specifically be foam rolling because we don't all have time to do it every day. Let's be honest. Um, but so you do get the individual, but you get the big group aspect too. So you can post in healthy runner and be like, Hey guys, I really don't want to go on my run today. Like I'm really procrastinating and we're going to jump on there and be like, you can do it. Just get it done. Do it. You've got this. Like we're going to cheer you on. And then you're gonna come back and post your sweaty self and you're gonna be like, yes, I did it, I feel great. And we're gonna cheer you on even more. Like you can go in there and say, hey guys, I need, and I think Latoya maybe did this um, a few weeks ago. And she was like, guys, I need tank top recommendations. What do you guys like? And so people will jump on there. You don't even have to be a coach. You're just in the group and you're like, okay, I love the Waxel fly out tank tops, which is what I wear. Um, or, hey, I really like the ones from Old Navy. They don't chafe, they don't rub, they're thinner, they're less expensive, like they're fabulous. You can just post your questions, you get your answers, you get the community support. And like Emily, who just PR'd five minutes, five minutes on her half marathon time, we are all like, I have like goosebumps saying that. Like, I'm so excited for her because I know how, how awesome she feels and how 
amazing that is and that we all get to kind of be there and celebrate her and her victories it's amazing it's just i just love it right yeah no shout out to emily because that was impressive and this was actually so the five minutes she actually shaved off her current running fitness from her last half marathon that she did in the spring so like within this 12-week training cycle with this program, she literally shaved five minutes off. And then also, like I, which I think is most remarkable because I am that person that is chasing to get back to my half marathon PR time um, that is now four or five years ago. Um, but it's been seven years for her that she was looking to actually finally get that PR. So hopefully I could be like Emily one day and share with you guys that I've gotten back to my half marathon PR days. Um, I was like most impressed by that. I was like, holy cow, not only was there, yes, this dramatic difference in, hey, we started this program, started doing the strength workouts and, you know, but then to also run faster than you've ever run, like, which was seven years ago, I think is something that most runners are trying to do. I know personally I am myself, so I hope to one day grow up and be like Emily one day. Um, (laughs) be like Emily. (laughs) Yeah, no, and I think um, you bring up a good point in the community, and, you know, there are so many runners, like, there are so many who are on here right now, like, that I work with one-on-one, like, Tara and Lisa, and, like, you know, one of the things about this program, it, it, it does bring, um, you know, the Healthy Runner Strength Program uh, makes it more accessible for, for many that, you know, can't work with me one-on-one on a one-on-one basis, and, you know, the community aspect is also... Uh, one of my favorite things about this, like you said, with motivation, you know, we'll get Jean like, you know, posting that she went out before work at like 4 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to get her running. Um, but yeah, it just keeps us like motivated and just seeing the wins like Nivian always killing it with her strength training and the rise and grind crew with Coach Latoya. Um, I, I think it's very helpful. So I know Francisco is already in this round uh, for our program. So we are enrolling. Um, training does start next week, guys. So you guys got to act quick um, to get you guys enrolled. Our enrollment is going to be closing down. So take action. Uh, we want to be able to help you guys be able to crush that, you know, fall half marathon and marathon and learn the strategies, provide you the support and the accountability for you to do that. All right. So those listening on the podcast, check out the link in the uh, show notes and let's get you uh, signed up and join the team. And uh, we'll be able to share your running victories and wins in a later episode. Um, So last question I do have for you, Coach Whitney, as we kind of come into our final stretch here, what's the misconception that you feel um, about running gear um, or anything that you kind of... uh, want to share about running gear as we close out? Okay, I have two things. First is something I want to share, and then I'll get to the misconception. When you wash your running gear, whether it's shorts, tank tops, sports bras, hydration packs, I don't care what it is, if it's fabric, and you're putting it in the washing machine, do not, do not put fabric softener in your machine. Do not use dryer sheets. It ruins the material and it will degrade the spandex, the lycra, whatever material it is, it's going to degrade it and it will not last as long. So wash it on either the gentle cycle or the active cycle in your washer if you have one. Hang dry 
line dry all of your things because the dryer and the heat also does that, but don't put fabric softener in. It will make your sportswear packs, all that last so much longer. So I'll get off the soapbox about that. But my misconception about gear is that you need it. You need this, you need that, you need this. You don't, you need shoes. Okay, you need a good pair of running shoes. Go to Fleet Feet, go to your local running store, get fitted for shoes for you because shoes I wear are not gonna work for Dwayne, are not gonna work for Latoya, are not gonna work for Lou. They're all different. So get fitted for shoes for you. Other than that, you don't need anything. It's fun to have things. And as a runner, you will accumulate them over time. So if you are a new runner and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, man, they have all the things. I want all the things. Eventually they'll come, but maybe you start with a good pair of socks or maybe listening to podcasts is really important to you. So you invest in a good pair of headphones first, or you want the handheld water bottle. Start with one thing. Don't think that you actually absolutely have to go out and drop a ton of money on running gear right now because you don't. You don't need any of it. Well, you might need sunscreen because nobody wants skin cancer. But other than that, you just need shoes, honestly. So that's great point. I love uh, that you mentioned that because we did talk about a lot today. And yeah, there might be some that are overwhelmed and thinking like, oh my goodness, I don't have all this stuff. Let me like start ordering all these things. Um, right. Yeah. Pick out what your you know focus point is, problem area, um, if it's your headphones are always falling out um, or you have no way to actually hydrate during your long runs and this is the first time you're building up um, for marathon training or you're getting to those long runs and half marathon training, like you need to hydrate during them. So it's like not an option, right? So you need to take care of those things. Um, so prioritize, I guess, is like the yeah. big thing. And then like uh, Coach Whitney said, um, Hey, your next birthday, your next, you know, holidays, like now you know what to ask for, right? Put them on your wish list. Um, you know, send, send your husband, send your wife a little like friendly, like, Hey, you know, just put this on my wish list uh, for the next holiday. Um, and then you'll be really happy that you get something that you want. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah. Thank you guys who tuned into the Facebook live. Um, again, if you found this helpful, I know a bunch of you dropped that this was helpful for you. Hit that like, hit the love button. It will just help this show up on more people's Facebook feeds um, when they're watching and scrolling um, later at night uh, when they open this up and we'll be able to help them as well. Um, that's what we're all about at Healthy Runner. So uh, I really appreciate you coming on, uh, Coach Whitney. This was fun. I knew this, this was, was going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, this was fun. We could talk all day about this. I, so. <laughs> I can go on for hours. So that being said, if you guys are out there listening or you're not and you're not in our Facebook group, get in our Facebook group. If you have any questions about gear that we didn't talk about or you're confused or whatever, shoot me a message. Like I said, I could talk about this all day. So it, I like it. I like talking about it. So you're not going to bother me. You're not going to bug me. And I will get back to you. So send me all the questions. I'll get back to you. Yeah. And what would be the best way for runners to be able to connect with you? Um, through the Healthy Runner Facebook group, you can find me. You can add me as a friend. I'm a pretty friendly person. If you couldn't tell, I like to talk. Um, just shoot me a message on Facebook or just even post it in the Healthy Runner group. I'm sure somebody else has the question. If you have it, I'm sure somebody else has it. So 
you can post it there or shoot me a message. Yeah. yeah and they can also find you on Instagram as well. So drop yes. that handle. We'll have yes. it in the show notes. Um, on Instagram, I'm at run wit, W H I T run. And then the number two run with run two. Awesome. Awesome. So Guys, thanks again for those of you who jumped on the Facebook Live, listened on the podcast, or if you caught the replay on the Healthy Runner Facebook group or the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. And if you're listening on the podcast, you might want to check the replay on YouTube because we showed a lot of the products that uh, Coach Whitney talked about. So you might want to get that visual. Um, remember, every week we go live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group. So keep us in mind. Check out our events tab so you can see what guests and what topics we have coming up. And then show up live, just like this audience did tonight. Engage, ask your questions. We love to uh, interact with you and answer the questions you have. So thanks again, Coach. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah. And guys, as always, remember, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training. And you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the spark your training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at sparkyourtraining. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.